steal you for a second? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Girls' Night In. My name is Michelle, and joined with me are Glory, Karen, and Blarina. And today, we're here to recap our very last episode of Katie Thurston's season of The Bachelorette. Thank you so much for joining us on this huge adventure that we've been on. It's been our first season doing this podcast, and so it's been very new and exciting for us, and we're just so grateful for all of you and your loyal listening. To get started, I know there's so much to unpack, but I feel like a really great way to just recap the rest and the end of the season is with a little trivia game. So I'll be asking six questions, two per person, and if you get the answer, you get a point, and if you get the answer wrong, someone can steal that question. Is everyone good to go? Yes. Yes. Let's test how much you guys have been paying attention to the season. Oh, no. All right. Yikes. First, <laughs> first question is to Glory. Where was this season filmed? Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, I think I got this. So the season was filmed in New Mexico. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Good job. <laughs> One point to Glory. Okay, Karen, who was Katie's first kiss? Wait, is it? Okay, wait, wait. Oh, shoot. You know it. You know oh, it. God. Yeah, really? you know it. Are you sure? Wait, is it? Is it? It's not Andrew. Is it Andrew? Dun, okay. dun, dun. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyone want to steal that one? Yes, I could steal it. Okay, go ahead. I think it was Justin. Yes. What? Oh, right? Justin. It's Justin. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I really I thought it was Greg. No. He got the first one on one. Yeah. Yeah. If, it, think- if everything was Greg, then it would be like so sad that he had <laughs> <laughs> Very true. But correct, it was Justin. So props to him. We'll be talking about him a little bit later, but Next, Blarina again. Which two contestants knew each other from back home? Um, Blake and wait, what was Steel? <laughs> um, let me steal. Uh oh, Blarina. Brendan, Brendan. Yes, good job. Yeah. Okay, Blake and Brendan from Canada, the land of the free. <laughs> Okay, great. So Blurna with two points, Glory with one. It's okay, Karen. You can catch up with this last lightning round. Okay. Glory, which two contestants are single dads? Oh, um, Michael A and Hunter. Yes. Good job, Glory. <laughs> okay, Karen, I don't know why you got the hard one again, but this one, okay, you'll have to think about a little bit, but Name all five of the quote-unquote villains on Katie's season. Okay, um, Aaron, Trey, is his name James or Charles? James? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did I say Hunter already? Did I say Hunter? Um, No. Okay, Hunter, and then Cody. What? (laughs) Is Cody a villain? (laughs) Okay, I was... so yeah, I was I was not thinking of those people, but I I think they're the villains. But like, I don't think Bachelor Nation agrees. Does oh, anyone yeah. want to steal that one? Steal. Um. Okay, I agree with all of them except the one I was gonna add was Thomas. Right. And one more. There's one unless unless Karen said it. I don't know if Karen said it. Um, Carl. Oh, Carl! Oh, yeah. Carl. Right. <laughs> Forgot okay. about Carl. Yeah, it sounds like everyone just thinks everyone's a villain on this <laughs> But Oh, wait, guys, we forgot one. Greg. Oh, Greg is a Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, because the ones I had listed were Cody, Carl, Hunter, Thomas, and Greg, just like the traditional villains. But I agree with everyone's like take, so I guess everyone gets a point for that one. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Last one for the win for Blarina. Where is Andrew S. originally from? Um, I think, I don't know if he's, I, I don't know if he's living there or if it was like he was born there, but it was Vienna, Austria. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Yay. Yes. 
Andrew S is actually from Austria and he actually spends half of his time in Chicago and the other half in Vienna, which I thought was really cool. That's cool. That's fun. Interesting life. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess Florina's been paying a lot of attention to the show. <laughs> She's the winner of our annual or season seasonal trivia game for wrapping up um, the season. So congrats, Florina, and what a season. Lots to talk about. Should we dive right into the season finale? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Setting the scene is, of course, talking about Greg's departure. Katie's still processing it on the floor, and Katie joins Tasha and Caitlin right away live to discuss the heartbreak. Three-hour episode, and we kind of got to know, like, what was happening within the first, like, I would say 30 minutes, but let's go scene by scene. So right after we get Katie's little interview with Caitlin and Tasha, we see Caitlin and Tasha step in and tell Blake and Justin that they're actually top two, kind of by default. How was that moment for you guys? Because for me, I just felt so bad for them. They felt, looked so confused and not really excited to be the top two. Do you think they were doubting maybe Katie and like how she was feeling in that moment and if they were actually chosen? Oh yeah, like I would be for sure. Like if I were Blake or Justin, I'd be like, oh my goodness. Like if Katie's like upset and hung over Greg, why am I still here? Like, did my relationship mean nothing to you? Like, at the end of the day, like, did you really want to be with Greg? And for Justin, I felt so bad too, because knowing, like, hearing rumors that Katie actually had a better connection with Andrew, but he, she wanted to keep Justin just because of his looks. Like, it just makes me feel so bad for Justin in general. Yeah, I definitely feel bad for them, like, too. And thinking about, like, the whole Bachelorette, and just the process, I feel like getting a rose is a way to get reassurance. And it, it, it does have meaning, you know, like somebody giving a rose means that they feel a connection, that they want to explore more at least. And like in this case, they didn't receive a rose. It's kind of like they're just automatically just their top two. So like, I can't imagine how weird that must feel. And yeah, like totally agree with you, Karen, probably Justin, like looking back, at episodes and like seeing what everyone says it must be so tough for him right now too yeah like with with these dates and with with the weeks as they progress like you want to feel kind of like almost you earned the rose or you earned that next step and so kind of having that breakup in the beginning of the week when they hadn't had like their fantasy suites and that time with Katie it was almost just kind of like oh you're top two but it's like maybe for the guys they didn't really feel like oh, we're at that place where I, where we feel like we're the top two or where we feel like we're, we're, we're the final men standing because they didn't have like the fantasy sweep and that like continued progression of their relationship. Yeah, exactly. And I think they both realized that, you know, Michael self-eliminated, Greg self-eliminated and it was kind of by default. So I can't imagine what they were feeling in that moment, but I really hope they got the clarity they needed during the next portion of the date, which leads to Katie and Blake's I think this is fantasy suites at this point. Yeah, I think it was. So fantasy suite week, only two guys, Katie and Blake get to, you know, hang out and just unwind with each other and catch up. And I was actually surprised that Katie was really honest with Blake in telling him like exactly what went down with Michael and Greg and talking about her past relationships. Do you guys think that Katie handled this well? Like, was she, you know, was she supposed to say that? Or is it kind of like an awkward thing to say? I love the way Katie handled that. I think it was important for Blake to know about what happened with Greg because I think it was important for him to be able to kind of, to his discretion, decide like if he really like felt like Katie wanted him there or if he was just kind of in the top two by default or whatever. So I think it was important that Katie shared that. And I love the way that she spoke so honestly about it, even about the fact that she was willing to leave because that's something that I feel like Blake should know. And I feel like Katie handled it well, but I was almost disappointed by the reaction that Blake had because he literally, like, verbally, he was expressing some concerns, like, in his interview, but when he was with Katie, he was like, oof, that must have been a lot or something. Like, I don't know. I wish he would have expressed some of those concerns that he had, or if he had any concerns, like, express that verbally to Katie. Like, I almost feel like he just kind of, like, he was okay with it, and 
I mean, I guess that's great because they were able to progress a relationship, but I don't know if I were in that situation, I definitely have concerns that I'd probably want to voice in that situation. Yeah. And to your first point about Katie, um, I definitely agree with you. And I feel like also sometimes with reality shows, like obviously once you get back home, you get to rewatch all of the episodes. So I think it was really, really important that Katie did share that with Blake so that when he's like, if she ended up choosing him, which she did, if he watches the show again, he's not kind of taken aback or surprised because that just makes it like 10 times worse. I feel like watching it back and seeing what went down. Um, so that's why it's really important to be honest, especially if you truly want that relationship, which clearly like Katie did want to be engaged at the end and did want to have a good relationship with someone that you know she couldn't have had a good relationship if she didn't share that and be like fully open and honest because it's worse to see it from a TV show than to hear it from um, the lead. And then I guess in terms of Blake, yeah, I, I could see what you're saying, but I also feel like I kind of liked um, Blake's response still just because he was very calm about it. And to me, I felt like, you know, he knew their connection and he wasn't gonna put Katie down for doing that or saying that, which is kind of like a very, it contrasts what Greg, how Greg handled like his situation last week. Um, so I guess to me, I, I appreciated it, but I do see like the cons from what you said, Glory, like um, it makes a lot of sense. It's just, I guess me comparing it to Greg, I'm like, okay, this is better. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it's actually, it's actually crazy because that was what Katie's always wanted and the fact that she was able to see that in Blake and Blake giving the same love language like I guess like in a way I think both of them have the same love language instead of word of affirmation it's more of like physical touch um mm -hmm. and all that that Greg wasn't able to give that to her because I think in Greg's case she, he was like opening up his heart, like spilling everything he wanted to tell Katie, but it's just like words of affirmation. And obviously he wanted Katie to say something back, but in Katie's eyes, like Katie thought she did as much as she could by like, you know, giving him the first impression rose, like doing these things like gifts or like even like, you know, just like giving quality time and physical touch. Like, is that not good enough? for you Greg like that's I guess like in a way that's what Katie was thinking her thought process but because like Blake was like able to understand her and I think that's why Katie loves Blake in the end yeah I mean I definitely see that perspective because one of the things that Katie said about Blake in her interviews was that like even after everything she told him she was so happy that he she like he accepted her and he still wanted to pursue so yeah definitely see that side but I think I just still like it was almost just too perfect of an answer for me. I'm like, I need a little bit of a trauma here. I need a little bit of like backlash before we like get to the happy ending. So That's true. Like, I don't think I've seen anything, no flaws from Blake, even from Tasha's season, like what happened to Blake, like nothing happened, like nothing's wrong with Blake. And that's the scary part too, because you technically don't really know them because this has only been what, like a month mm -hmm. or so. Yeah. Mm. A little crazy. Yeah, that's actually so true because Blake and Katie, honestly, thinking back, they really didn't have time together. Like they had that one one-on-one -on -one, and then one hometown and then one more date and then engagement because everything was accelerated. So I feel like they never really got to really talk to each other. Now that I think of it, and you put it that <laughs> way. But um, I agree with Glory. Like I kind of wish he had more backlash to that because mm. honestly, like if, if my, you know, future fiance was like, yeah, I was kind of like really in love with like this guy and then he left and then the other guy and then he left, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm literally chopped liver. Like the last <laughs> piece of meat at the market, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I definitely feel for Blake. I want to like sit in his brain and see like how he really felt. Cause I think we saw some of that struggle at the end when he was struggling with like getting down on one knee and not really knowing, which we'll talk about, but yeah, very true. Um, okay, well, actually, later on, they did have some heartfelt moments and got to dive a little bit deeper together by saying the L word. 
So Blake actually was the first one to express that he is in love with Katie, which is such a big statement. And Katie surprisingly responds with, I bleeping love you. Oh my gosh, they shared their little words together. And we know how much that means to Katie. So what were your thoughts on that? Do you think that Blake was, you know, really the one for Katie all along that she was able to say that to him, even if Greg probably left like two days ago and she was literally like crying a lot over that? Oh, I don't know. I'm getting like mixed feelings. Like obviously Mm. I think she knew Blake was the last one standing and she probably didn't want to proceed or like continue on with the dates with Justin. So might as well just, you know, drop the L-bomb. But then at the same time, I also understand where she and like Blake, what they're, where they're coming from. So obviously just going through that traumatic experience with Greg, knowing that like, you know, like just from hearing what Blake was saying, like it was really reassuring. And I felt like it just like kind of checked all her boxes. And that kind of led to, to her saying like, yes, like I actually do lo- love you, you know? Yeah, I agree with you, Karen. Like, I had some mixed feelings about that, just her saying I love you, because the whole story with her was that she wasn't going to say I love you till it was the final man standing. And like, literally a couple days ago, she wasn't willing to say it to Greg. So I guess, I don't know, I, I have like questions around like, why she said it exactly to Blake. Like, was it because maybe she learned from Greg and like the fact that like he was expecting that and then she wasn't willing to say it and then she's like she realized that oh maybe I shouldn't stick to like the bachelor rules anymore and I should just like freaking go for it or what kind of change because that really threw me off guard when she said I love you yeah I kind of think part of it is like throughout the episode I feel like I will actually I don't know how many times she said it but I feel like she said it before as well but she kind of felt like she was losing control of the process. Cause I guess, because Michael A left and Greg left on their kind of own discretion. So Mm. I feel like, yeah, I feel like part of it was her trying to like regain that control of this process and be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to choose this and this is what's going to happen. Because she already went through all that hardship before. Um, And I think it's also like Blake, is clearly a good guy too. Like, I think he definitely checked a lot of her boxes. So like, there is a good connection there anyways, regardless. Um, but I thought I thought the moment was cute. I, I liked it. I thought they were cute together. There's just like something that just like matches, like feels so familiar with them two together. Um, and yeah, they, they both express themselves um, really well when they're, um, speaking and communicating with one another I feel like they they understand each other yeah no like right off the bat like we knew Blake and Katie would hit it off like their first encounter and then I just think I just feel like the reason why she didn't drop the l-bomb when she was with Greg is because she was still confused with Blake right she was probably mad <laughs> as madly in love with Blake as like for example like with her community her her relationship with Greg as well so like that's why she said it's unfair if she told Greg because in her like her heart she also loves Blake too but because mm. now that Greg's gone she's like openly willing to you know drop the L-bomb mm. Mm. yeah I agree with that because I think that was literally what I was struggling with too because in my heart like Greg was the clear choice for Katie like I knew 100% that she loved that man and I didn't really know if she loved Blake so that's why when she said it to Blake and not to Greg like just a couple of days after I was confused because I was like oh like I thought like you wanted to say it to Greg but then you didn't because of the process but now I'm like oh maybe you didn't say it to Greg because you didn't know if you like actually loved him so it just really confused me but I, I agree with what everyone said like she probably just had Blake in her heart like that whole time and I'm glad like I'm glad everything worked out I guess it's just like she kind of backpedaled a little bit with her initial thoughts and maybe yeah like again she wanted to gain control of the situation yeah those are great points I never even really thought about it like Katie one you know trying to gain control of the situation because yeah like when you think about it like that like that's a perfect way to do that and then two also like maybe it was really Blake in her heart so yeah that's great perspective and I think maybe she even like 
okay like I know a lot of people are saying that she's been a little bit too caught up with being the bachelorette like part of me is like oh maybe she said it to like really express herself and get that fairy tale ending she was looking for with with Blake so I don't know just a lot of questions but I guess I guess time will tell I, I still think they're very genuine for each other so yeah like I'm, I'm very excited to see their future but We've been talking a lot about Blake, but there is still another man on the show. <laughs> Haven't forgot about you, Justin. We know you're still there and we feel really bad about it. But <laughs> essentially, Katie says goodbye to Justin. Um, doesn't even go on the date with him. Just tells him straight up that she told Blake that she loves him and that's the guy for him. We say bye to our amazing Justin. Any parting words for him from the Girls' Night In squad? <laughs> okay. Let me try. <laughs> um, Justin, from the bottom of my heart, we knew you were, we loved your expressions, you know, from the <laughs> start, from the very first date, group date, like your com- com- commentary, your eyes, everything just makes so much and you just show so much personality. You're definitely really genuine throughout the whole journey, throughout the whole show compared to like the other men in the house. Um Apparently, you're also a great artist, too. So keep up with that. I'm sure you'll find the one and I'm sure you're going to draw your um, your girl, like one of the French girls or whatever it's called. And I'm sure you're going to find the perfect lady. Um, and you definitely deserve someone, too. Yeah, just to kind of echo what Karen said, Justin, honestly, you know, you were kind of in the back of my mind, to be honest, to start the season. But I feel like as the season progressed, and especially seeing yours and Katie's, relationship developed through hometowns in this final episode I really started to you know grow a love for you and I I feel like you're a genuine guy I feel like you know you deserve to find love honestly I'd love to see you as the next bachelor to be honest so best of luck with your yeah 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 he really convinced me in that final episode like (laughs) we need to give him some more tv time but imagine if the same girl with the same expressions, with the same like <laughs> the humor, like that would be so funny. <laughs> Did you Twitter see hat. that? There was like something like a video going around on Twitter. Someone in the audience literally was making facial expressions, like how Justin usually does. Oh, I'm so, it was so, so funny. funny. So funny. They should, you know, pair them up. You know, yeah. Just like the other girl, like from the stage, <laughs> Connor, Connor, uh, Connor, <laughs> yeah. That would be cute. Yeah, definitely agree with all of you. I'd love to see Justin as a bachelor, actually, surprisingly, because at the beginning of the season, I probably wouldn't have said that or even middle of the season. (laughs) Now I could see it. And like, I feel like there's a lot more to Justin that we didn't get to see. So hopefully we get to find out more in future seasons if he's ever on something like Bachelor in Paradise or Bachelor. We'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. yeah Justin he was truly the dark horse of the season we honestly I don't think any of us really saw him coming as like a hometowns contestant but of course we love Justin we love you we're glad we got to see you on our screen especially that face of yours and hope you are on our television screens in the future okay sorry Justin as you didn't have a lot of time on our episode but we do have to move on to other juicier things Blake meets the family. Okay, lots to unpack here. We get kind of like a Barb situation from Peter's season because Aunt Lindsay didn't come to play. She came to attack and she came to (laughs) really drill it down with Blake. Oh my gosh. I don't know what you guys are thinking with that encounter, but I thought it was really extreme. What were your thoughts on how Aunt Lindsay and Blake handled that situation? bullying Loki <laughs> like imagine your aunt like literally bullying you as a kid you know what I mean like it's actually scary to be honest like I feel so bad for Blake like I think on Twitter people were saying like I I wish like send me your Venmo like I'll send you a beer or something just just <laughs> to you know <laughs> mental health like it's so traumatizing to be in that state or that experience because first of all you're trying to like in in your in the back of your mind you're trying to impress like Katie's parents like Katie's family but like being attacked like that and then like questioning your career and like seeing like if you can actually last it's just like 
like I would probably get defensive too like if I were Blake but the fact that Blake was being able to stay calm and be able to handle the situation really well it just shows that like he's such an amazing person but yeah if I were Blake I'd probably be so defensive (laughs) well if I was Blake I would have been crying (laughs) just bawling (laughs) that was like I felt so so bad for Blake but I definitely agree with you Karen I feel like he handled it like in the best way possible I I can't imagine like for example if Greg was there ooh, oh no would have dragged him <laughs> stomped on him like it would have been it, it would have been kind of entertaining not gonna lie but <laughs> yeah Blake Blake did a good job yeah I honestly thought the aunt was brutal like worse than Barb like <laughs> and honestly like I can I can respect her asking the serious questions because to be honest like I don't want it to just be like easy. So I respect her asking the serious questions, but at the same time, I feel like she just like, her, just her tone and the way she kind of came across, it was just almost like, ugh, you feel for Blake when he's in that situation. Like she just gave him no hope or like no like, you know, validation or just no sense of like, you know, you're good. It was just pure like, I don't even know what to describe it, but yeah, it was, it was, crazy but yeah I definitely agree with you guys Blake handled himself very well I feel like it's also such a contrast from like Blake's family because Blake's family was so sweet last week like his mom yeah I don't know they were were just so nice (laughs) imagine those two families at a family gathering (laughs) my god family like say no to family gatherings at this point (laughs) yeah Blake's mom actually posted like a like a picture of her with the aunt and said like thanksgivings are going to be interesting or something so. <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're excited we, we'll be following blake and katie all along for from from now to forever hopefully they last i'm praying that you guys will do wonderful and become a wonderful couple but yeah like we're definitely going to see a lot of pictures of aunt what's what's her name forgot her name Lindsay. Lindsay, yes. And I'm excited to see more of her. Yes, me too. And I am proud of Blake for how he handled that. A true Canadian man. <laughs> Honestly, I love that he's from Canada, literally just because we're from Canada. Like, <laughs> makes me feel good. But anyways, okay. So after that um, mini hometown, they have that sweet activity where they're, you know, doing that traditional um activity burning their insecurities kind of sharing some sweet words together and getting deep I really loved that moment and it was the perfect segue to the proposal so Blake was clearly in distress he had a little bit of doubts going into it and what made it worse was how his ex was helping him pick out the ring (laughs) weird like how did you guys feel it's so funny but so uncomfortable like if I were him I'd be like oh like I know that they're super chill like they're too, like first of all Tasha's engaged or yeah. yeah engaged and then like second of all like I'm sure like Blake moved on right they both moved on so but at the same time it's just like the bachelor nation like the bachelor franchise is definitely getting weirder and weirder each <laughs> yeah I was just wondering where was Neil Lane like he made it to Tasha's season when they were filming in COVID so how come he didn't make it out this time yeah what the heck man Neil where are you that's so true we love Neil out here we miss him but and they could have easily chosen Caitlin though I'm confused (laughs) they did that on purpose for sure for for, for sure they're they're putting all the scenes with Blake they always put Tasha to like speak to him and like do all that stuff Honestly, this whole episode was so questionable. Like every single move, every single scene, I was like, honestly, oh God, so much to process, you know? <laughs> honestly. One thing I did have a question about in that scene, though, when Blake was having his confusions, right? Tasha, like, he goes, takes some time to himself to think, and then Tasha comes to him and she says, like, essentially, like, if you're not sure, like, because Katie's ready for engagement, if you're not sure, like, maybe it's time to say goodbye. Personally, I didn't like that advice. I thought that was bad advice. <laughs> because I felt like, like, no, like, I don't think you should say goodbye, even though Tasha, even though Caitlin, not Caitlin, oh, Katie would, is wanting an engagement, like, I wouldn't just, like, <laughs> leave, like, maybe they could work it out, but I don't know. 
it was a good line for the promos, but I didn't like the entire first place. I don't know. Yeah. I see so much judgment in Tasha's eyes when she was like speaking to Blake. Am I the only one who noticed that? No, I noticed it so much. Like, I feel like Tasha doesn't like Katie or something. Yeah. If you've noticed it, every time Katie is distressed, it's always Caitlyn talking <gasps> like one on one. Yes. Yeah, and like also on the clickbait podcast that Tasha hosts, she was blaming Katie for the whole Greg situation, and I thought that was so weird because she was literally with Katie like during the whole process. So I don't know. I feel tension between the two. Yeah, like even like during Mentel All and all these like live events or whatever like even after the rose like final rose and everything like I don't think Tasha ever asked Katie any questions it's always Caitlin yeah mm-hmm. oh my gosh I noticed that too like in like the moments of distress like Caitlin's always the one who goes to speak to Katie like even after her fantasy suite with Blake it's Caitlin who's going to speak with her and even in like the mental all and after the rose and everything Caitlin's always the one asking the questions to Katie so I thought I was just like maybe being like overcritical here but okay I'm glad you guys noticed it too and now now that we're speaking about this thinking back to the past season like Matt's season not a lot of girls liked Katie I was thinking that too like I found it so weird because none of them would comment on Katie's like pictures or anything none of them like were a fan of her at women tell all and I find it weird like what is it what is it about Katie that's unlikable I think maybe she's really direct. Yeah. It's it's weird, though. It's like, I don't know. I don't think she's done anything horrible. Now I want the tea. Like, I want these people to spill the tea if they have any. It doesn't seem like it. I don't know. It's really random. Like, I understand because I guess Katie's personality, not everyone is going to love. Like, I personally, I don't think I, you know, really love Katie. Um but like I don't mind her you know what I mean like she hasn't done anything that I'm like oh I I can't stand her I can't watch her or I'm gonna be mean maybe it runs in the family (laughs) that's what I was gonna say (laughs) like Lindsay's personality maybe obviously we didn't really see the full picture so like Katie probably may have expressed some things similar to to Aunt Lindsay and how like she expresses certain things or handles certain situations I guess Mm. yeah to that point actually like you can see Katie's personality through her aunt and her mother because literally like Mm. one of the first things like the aunt and the mom said and I think it was the aunt who ended up saying it was like you know we don't or I think she said this to Blake where she's like we don't want you or no sorry we don't need you but we you know, if we want you, you know, we'll let you be part of our lives. And like, I feel like just everything they were saying in the beginning too, about kind of like, you know, you don't need to force an engagement or like, you know, like we don't need a guy in our lives. We don't need a man, whatever. Like, I feel like that all kind of just speaks to kind of like the independent boss woman that Katie is. Yes, definitely the drama queen, but the drama queen got her happy ending as we saw Blake get on one knee and ask for her hand in marriage, which was really great. But he did have a little pause there during his speech, and I got kind of worried. Did you guys expect him to actually propose, or were you guys also worried? Because I had no idea what was going to happen. I was worried. I was really worried. Like, I, I don't know, like, just, like, him hesitating. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, Blake, if you don't. Like, if you don't propose now, like, you're literally going to break Katie's heart. Because, like, literally all the... She's going to be so traumatized because all the men she wanted to keep left her. Like, if Blake actually left her, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a traumatizing experience. Like, as a woman, it's just like, what did I do wrong? Like, why are all these men running away from me, you know? Yeah. But I'm glad they had their happy ending. And it was kind of that fairy tale that we wanted from the Bachelorette season. So... Happy for Katie and happy for Blake. And that was kind of the end of the season. So right after that, we got to the after the final rose, which included a really hefty conversation with Greg, which I know we all have probably a lot of opinions on this. So I just want to open the floor. Like, how do you think Katie handled it? How do you think Greg handled it? And how do you think that conversation went? Um, I think it was an interesting conversation for sure. Um, I feel like Katie, I think 
it was fine. Like her pouring her feelings out and just expressing how she felt about the whole situation, kind of standing up for herself. Just because like the whole Greg situation, her and Greg, it wasn't really just about him breaking her, his, her heart or like, you know, them ending their relationship. It felt like it was in that situation, right? Like last week's episode, there was kind of some manipulation. It felt like he was kind of attacking her character, trying to make her look like the bad person in the situation. So personally, like I would want to speak up and like defend myself too. And the fact that like earlier in the episode, he said that he had no regrets um, about the whole process. Like I would kind of be a little bit mad too because he, he didn't take accountability and he couldn't even say, I'm sorry. Like, I think even the way that he said sorry was like, I'm sorry that you questioned my integrity on the show. Like yeah, that's not yeah. an apology. Yeah. So I think Katie, she did go in, like she, she went in, but I think, you know, she had the right to do so. Mm-hmm. But I know there's like a lot of mixed opinions on this whole situation. No, I totally agree with you. Like, I feel like her points were valid. And if I were her, I probably want to defend myself, like you said, Lorena. Um, just obviously because like, just from seeing last week's scene, she was just like begging him. Like she was literally on her knees for him to mm-hmm. stay. And like, he like literally had the audacity to say, I deserve better. So that is definitely like some some kind of manipulation and you know like Katie probably didn't deserve that and because of that like it's so traumatizing because she lost two men or three men even Andrew S like she's the one who chose to like you know send him home but like in a way it's like they had a really good connection too it's just like losing three people that she truly had like she truly developed strong feelings with you know and it's just like I also feel like it depends on the person like the individual like for me like I went through like traumatic experiences with past relationships before. So like understanding her side, which is why like I would be on her side, like understanding that she's also been through like traumatic experiences when she was um, in university and past relationships as well. So I think what she did, like, yes, it was like kind of rude, uh, rude in some sense, but then at the same time, like her arguments were valid and it just made sense to me. I mean, on the topic of her arguments, like, you know, she's on social media based on what she said in that, in that whole argument and that whole speech, because literally every point she hit is everything that we've discussed in this podcast, everything that everyone's discussing on Twitter and social media about the gaslighting, about the fact that he wasn't really in love if he was willing to leave after that one moment, about the fact that, you know, his whole acting career, like she came prepared with like the things that she was going to hit and she hit every single point and in terms of the argument and and, and the controversy around like oh she's happily engaged should she shouldn't she just like not be like kind of angry right now or whatever like I agree with you guys like no like even though the fact that she is happily engaged like that relationship wasn't closed until that conversation that they had on the after the final of the rose and so I agree I think she needed that time to have that conversation with Greg to let out that anger to let out her concerns and her frustrations because that chapter wasn't closed despite the fact that she was already engaged so I definitely think she needed that time to express herself for sure and I feel like it also is like sometimes when you watch things back or like or for for example for us if we think about an encounter we had sometimes we look back and we're like oh I wish I said this like I wish I did this instead and probably like Katie wishes she stood up for herself in that moment um, rather than kind of apologizing and stuff. She didn't really do anything wrong with her and the whole her and Greg situation. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of her time to say what she needed to feel free and to be like, okay, like I stood up for myself. I, you know, that this whole situation is done with now. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree with that. Like, there's so many times when I'm in the shower, I start reflecting all these, you know, like 
things that happened to my life. And I'm like, why didn't I say this? Like, why didn't I bring this point? You know, and obviously it just like kind of accumulated over time. And this is the time for her to actually express her thoughts and feelings and like, you know, tell her truth. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of like, obviously we, we know that like Katie is right. But then I also kind of feel bad for Greg too, because yes, like he didn't, you know, apologize correctly. And like, she, she actually like, like, I don't know, like, I just feel like, you know, like the reason why he acted that way is because, you know, like he poured his heart out. Like she, he just wanted an answer from or validation from Katie. So like, I also feel bad for him too. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with everyone, everything everyone said about, you know, how valid Katie's arguments were. Um, and just echo- echoing that truly, like, I think we're all like very much like team Katie over here, but yeah, no, I, I do feel like a little bit bad for Greg and I totally dragged him on last week's episode. So I like, I still feel a little bad just cause like, okay, those points that are arguments that Katie said were so valid. Like, I think he needed to hear that, but the setting of the situation, like being in front of a live audience at like a talk show, like. He was literally like a deer in headlights like he didn't know what to say he just I don't know like I just felt bad for the kid and like he is like quiet more quiet on the shy side like we obviously didn't see that like when you know they had their date and he blew up on her but like I from like the guys in the season that's what I'm getting so I don't know I just felt bad that he got attacked like that and have been getting attacked on social media like I don't I think everyone makes mistakes and no one really deserves to get attacked like so publicly um but I just hope he takes this as like a lesson and he also like heals quickly from this because I I do think he's traumatized I think Katie is is also like feeling that trauma too so I don't know I just hope both of them like truly have the best I'm honestly very like I don't know there's just one part like after their conversation I think it was when Caitlin and Tasha they were planning on bringing in Blake and it's just like they zoomed into Greg and Greg was like really sad. Like I personally feel like I think he still has feelings for Katie and he was really shocked to see Katie react that way. So I don't know. I just felt really bad for Greg. Uh, Honestly, you go, Glorina. No, you go ahead, Glory. It's okay, you go. I feel like we're going to say similar things. Yeah, I think so too. I was just going to say, I don't know if I feel bad. Yeah, me too. <laughs> And Greg, the yeah like to be honest first of all I feel like last week he could have easily just said I'm I'm not interested I don't feel comfortable getting engaged next week and he could have been done with the whole situation he didn't have to put anyone down do be so dramatic and the fact that like we're at this point he's watched what went down or he at least has reflected he's had so much time to reflect about what happens and he couldn't really take any sort of accountability and, uh, and give a proper apology to Katie. I understand she's coming at him, but like you have to understand too that she has those emotions. And so um, I feel like all she was, she really needed was like a sincere, genuine apology. And then like another thing is like when she told him like about being an actor and stuff, like he kind of just laughed it off. He didn't really like defend himself in that moment or um like take it seriously when this is clearly something very serious to her and she felt very um, serious emotions um, from last week. So I don't know, Greg is, Greg is very suspicious to me. I agree, Blarina. I'm happy you said that because I think <laughs> like, I just don't, I still just feel like I can't trust Greg's personality. Like when he came into the after the final rose and just was speaking with like Caitlin and Tasha for the beginning, like he was smiling, he was very peaceful and calm. And I can't tell if that's like his nature, or if he's just kind of trying to portray this like calm, you know, innocent person. Cause even when Katie was raging at him, I felt like he was just almost like smart talking her a little bit with like mm-hmm. his calm responses and with like some of just the remarks that he made back to her. Like I felt like he was a little bit kind of like similar to what he did with the, the the episode of like when he was having an argument with her he was kind of doing the same thing in terms of like dumbing down what she was saying and like kind of smart talking her but just in a very calm voice to kind of make himself look this way I generally can't tell if that's like 
actually how he is or if he was almost just like kind of again putting on this persona but I definitely feel like like Lorena said like after all that time like really he didn't realize anything that he did wrong or he didn't have like maybe another perspective or could side with Katie on like some of the aspects like I don't Mm -hmm. know it it, it's just weird to me yeah okay you know what that's actually really true I didn't I didn't really think of that because I really like what you said Lorena about how he didn't take any accountability and like had that peaceful aura like on the show because I think part of Katie's rage or like her response that night was because Greg said he didn't have any like regrets I think that probably like when she heard that really bothered her because she's like what like you just saw everything happen you have no regrets like how can you say that so you know what I think that's probably what sparked that fire under her I guess like I don't know what's wrong with me like I, I definitely know he's like so wrong but something in me is just like oh I feel bad for him being attacked but like no like he's definitely wrong and he he did so many like wrong things to her and harmful things um yeah, yeah. well so- it's it's because the whole season he's been he's been this like shy fragile person so it's like oh like you know we tend to feel bad for people like that but we shouldn't like feel bad for someone who did something wrong and didn't take accountability for it but I guess you know we could feel bad like okay we we could be empathetic but like (laughs) I don't know it's like it's it we still have to hold these people accountable and Greg didn't hold hold himself accountable so I feel like that was wrong and um he's he's wrong for that he should have at least realized that he made some mistakes last week I'm not saying like he's an awful person or he's an actor or anything I don't know I honestly don't know who he is to be honest after after this whole season but um you know we we can't let things slide yeah no that's true I think like after Katie's response that night a lot of people started siding with Greg because her response was so like you know big mm-hmm. and because it was so like such an attack I think that's why like a lot of sympathy is now on Greg and it's people are kind of forgetting like oh like what he's actually done and stuff so you're right like we just have to hold him accountable and sometimes these things just have to happen for people to learn I guess so Greg you're getting it the hard way in front of <laughs> you know, millions of people but we do hope that like you know you you can heal from this and you can also learn from this yeah and like the yeah. thing is like Greg got a good edit in the finale episode like when you think about it like all this smiling all this calm nature that they showed like that's a bonus point on Greg and the fact that like the audience was clapping for like some of the things he said I felt that was a little like obviously like you know clap if you want if there were obviously some you know valid points he made you can clap but like I feel like normally in those situations you only clap for the bachelorette you only clap for like you know, when the Bachelorette, like, like, I felt like Greg should have came in the villain into that episode and into that conversation, but he almost wasn't edited to be that. He almost wasn't that. Yeah, no, I think the producers are definitely doing this edit because again, like all the podcasts that are owned by the franchise are team (laughs) Greg. And I don't think these people actually believe it. I think they're being like forced to say it. So I'm very curious on why, like, is it because they just don't like Katie or they really want Greg to be the bachelor or something? Like, I'm very curious. Y'all, if Greg I, is the bachelor, I, can't, I, oh my God. I don't think I'll be able to watch. Like, I don't know if I would be able to watch because like, I don't know if he's actually going to be truthful. Um, <laughs> and like, again, like, is he actually an actor? Just out of curiosity, like he is, it's confirmed that he's an actor. Like that's yeah. his full-time job. Oh, I think I know he went to like acting school and there was like a post that came out like so he was supposed to be on Claire's season actually. And so like his mom posted a picture of him on Facebook ready to go like his bags all packed up at the airport. And then his aunt commented something along the lines of oh there's going to be such wonderful like opportunities type of thing. So it seems like he is kind of interested in getting those opportunities in other words like maybe acting gigs maybe like the clout on Instagram or whatever um so that's like kind of what's been said on social media but you definitely went to acting school and there's definitely been a lot of people like 
his exes and stuff come out and say things about him, which, you know, we, we can't confirm whether true or false, but like, I haven't heard other exes from people on the show come out. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I think just going back to the point about like all the people on the podcast and bachelor nation, like signing with Greg, I feel like people are mixing up, like they're seeing the situation as one situation, but I don't know, for me, like I view it as two separate situations where both Katie and Greg are to blame. I think like, the, the the whole argument the whole fight between Greg and Katie needs to be looked at with one the night of the hometown with Katie's lack of response like yes in that moment I would side with Katie I'm sorry I would side with Greg that like he poured his heart out heart out and she didn't give him validation so 100% I'm going to agree with Greg on that moment but when we look at the next morning no I'm not going to side with Greg and the way he treated Katie and spoke to Katie and wasn't really willing to fight with their relationship so I feel like mm -hmm. people are just like missing those two parts because I think there's it's not just like one argument or it's not just like Greg's feelings weren't validated like that's not what it's about it's, there's two parts to it it's one Greg's feelings weren't validated but then two he gaslighted her so I feel like that's what people are missing with this whole argument and like taking sides because I think they're both at fault in this in this in this whole argument yeah that's so true and people are trying to like make one person worse than the other it's like they both did stuff that were wrong and yeah they should both be held accountable for those particular situations like I I agree with you um and what you said yeah well definitely lots to talk about still with Greg and Katie I, I feel like the debate won't die down for a bit honestly like I haven't seen Bachelor Nation this fired up in a while. So yeah, just love to unpack here, even like psycho psychologically. So this is why we love The Bachelor and we keep coming back every season for moments like these. So, you know, despite it all, it makes good TV. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, of course, the lovely couple comes out later, shows us that they're in love and we get that really romantic scene. I think we've already talked about it, but I guess, any last things or last thoughts on Katie and Blake's blooming romance? I'm excited for them. Um, you know, I feel like they're in love. I feel like, you know, I've been seeing the People magazine articles and, and all the photo shoots they've been doing. And it seems like they're at a good place. So I guess obviously the big question is, can they sustain this love and will it last? And obviously you hope that it does. So yeah, well, it'll be exciting to kind of continue following their journey after seeing how happy they were and are at the final at the final rose yeah like after I'm, the final rose yeah like I'm, I'm actually so excited to see them and especially in Canada like hello like am I gonna see Katie somewhere here like <laughs> are we gonna see Katie on like on Bloor Street or something yeah like imagine like we like girls night in like you know out for her to get some drinks or whatever and we we bump into Blake and Katie like what are we gonna do are we gonna, are we gonna take pictures <laughs> yes <laughs> well yes we're all here for Katie and Blake's romance so super happy about this couple and we'll definitely be following and rooting rooting for them so that concludes the season of The Bachelorette Katie Thurston and her wonderful love story we here at Girls Night In feel so blessed to be able to watch this on TV and enjoy seeing and spying on the lives of others. You already know we love reality TV for that. So thank you everyone for listening to all of our thoughts and opinions and stay tuned next week as we start a new journey with Bachelor in Paradise, which is looking really, really spicy from the promos. So we're excited. Um, we'll have our predictions and all our thoughts in the future. So stay tuned on social media for that. And I guess it's bye for now until next week. Bye. Bye, bye. bye everyone. We're, We're here, here for, for the, the right, right reasons, reasons only. only.